Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Today, we have on the show my good friend Sarah Messiah is back with us. Um, she was here, I don't know, it feels like just yesterday, but I think it was June. <laughs> was, the, was the last appearance, it was June. But um, we're looking forward to a wonderful show again today with lots of energies, high vibes, uh, the guides coming in, and we're going to be talking about understanding triggers and disease states, and believing you can heal from within is vital to that. So we're going to be talking about that and so much more. We're going to be doing a, uh, a guided process as well, and we're going to be taking live caller questions. And what's really important about the show today with Sarah um, and her team is to, great, to gain greater clarity about the energetic triggers of disease and the myriad, myriad of effects uh, upon the body, right? And there are so many, so we can all definitely, you know, be aware of that. And we know that, right? We know some of the triggers that we have. And we're also going to hear an excerpt from chapter 24, Sarah's new book about triggers, your beliefs and self-healing. We're going to do a short live meditation to assist you with the belief that you can heal from within and are supported by the divine creator. And there's going to be a discussion surrounding the opening of creator's new chapter here on earth and what that means. And we shall be examining how you can open a new chapter by digging deep within and much more. So it's so interesting. We're talking about new chapters today. We were talking about new chapters yesterday. Even one of my yeah. own processes in my, in my, uh, with my clients, you know, I, I got the message about a new chapter as well. <laughs> so Absolutely. it was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Sarah, welcome. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> to be on again. So it's so interesting, right, that we're talking about new chapters, new beginnings and new energies and just new ways of being right now. Absolutely. You know, um, we're all working for the. So now Sarah did say that she might get um, cut out um, from time to time. We didn't think it was going to be right away, but, <laughs> but she'll, just, she'll come back in a second. Um, so in the meantime, for those of you who don't know Sarah, uh, like I said, she's been on our show a couple of times now. Um, the last time was June. And Sarah is a founding member of the Elohim High Council of Light, so working closely with Melchizedek and the Ascended Masters and Angels. And the Elohim High Council of Light was founded by Creator at the time of creation when all sentient beings were given free will, when Creator's children were born into existence. And this council is overseen by Melchizedek. And the formation of the Elohim High Council of Light was necessary, as was the need to give all souls free will to choose within a duality and creator, knowing this free will choice was imperative so that all may grow in love and into a greater version of self as creator's child, and knowing many would fall into unconsciousness of whom they were, the duality of existence was born, and many experiencing separation. And I think we all, you know, can relate to that, right? So Sarah's back. Awesome. I'm back. I'm not sure what's happening with my internet. It's, uh, I said to you before, it's a uh, playing up and I've rung them up and they said they can't find a fault so um yeah I'm still no trying worries. to troubleshoot yet but um yeah so we were talking about the new chapter when uh when I uh went off there so yes um it's really you know the new chapter is how it was meant to be in the beginning uh before all the chaos and trauma and panic hit before there was so much going on um mayhem and lots of energies interrupting us knowing who we truly were so 
the new chapter, as I say, a lot of us are working towards obviously the same cause, which is opening a new way of, of being here on earth. Absolutely. So, you know, Sarah, we're going to be talking about the keys and we're going to be talking about Melchizedek and we're going to be talking about, you know, the Elohim, etc. But can you, t can you just start off the show today, just talking a little bit about what the keys are so that we can get, you know, get started on that conversation about what the keys are and then we can move into how the keys can help us to, you know, help us to clear some of those triggers with regards to healing from within the, the triggers in the body etc absolutely well the keys are held within the akashic realms so the keys work deeply within the akashic realms and it, with the keys they're like the keys of creation so they hold the original uh, blueprint of, of species uh, multiverse and they vibrate on the uh, vibration of om which is mm -hmm. the sound of creation so they are able to be used and I use them in a multi-dimensional way so we can go back to past planets we've been um, existed on and had an experience in and you know a lot of our trauma states really stem from one major story I've found for instance uh, being churned up inside would be one good example because not many people think about that type of energy um, you might think oh I feel really under the you know under par i feel all stressed and tense but there's so many categories of uh the these energies so like being churned up um being i don't know self-berating um and you know it, there's so many stories we may have had to, to do with one individual uh disease state that we're we're finding ourselves in so the keys really work in a multi-dimensional way held in the Akashic records and they transmute thousands of stories at once. So we're not just working on one story within the Akashics, we're working on many, 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 many stories. And um, yeah, so it's quite um, a powerful healing. And the reason the keys, uh, the key sessions can take quite a while because uh, obviously we're going back and we're dealing with a lot of stories for the same issues. So if we were working on being churned up, we'd be looking at that from the beginning of the soul experience and we'd be clearing that energy out so it no longer is anywhere in our energy field. So the sessions are quite long and the keys are brought through with Mikhail Zedek, who stands by my side. And we walk into a chamber, that, um, Mikhail Zedek unlocks the door to a chamber working directly with Creator and it's all working really directly with creator, bringing in angels and guides and working with uh, Lord Mikhailzadek. So it's, um, yeah, it's very powerful um, shifts. And really. so, you know, when we're talking about, you know, triggers in the body, disease in the body, ailments, uh, pain, etc. Um, can you talk a little bit about how the words that we use in our everyday language um, could be triggering triggering some of those ailments and keeping them stuck or keeping us in that pattern of having to continually experience whatever it is that we are experiencing in the moment, like, like pain-wise or ailments or disease, etc. Yes, you know, if we say, oh, I'm never going to get better, um, you know, making comments like that, and I'm sure at times we've all felt that, oh, this is dreadful, there's another one, 
Um, because, you know, dreadful is an energy and our words actually are spellings. You know, our words mm -hmm. have real meaning behind them. And we don't always remember the um, energy behind a word because it's easy to speak without kind of thinking about what we're saying. You know, if yeah. we say, I'm always tired, I'm so exhausted, then we are really bringing that, that to us. But there may be, and this is the thing, a bigger picture behind that. Um, and of course, we also have to look at the way others speak to us. Um, derogatory comments, for instance, is one great example. Um, you know, say we were at work and, and we overheard our boss saying something like she never knows what she's doing. She always makes mistakes um, and belittling us in front of others. And if we take that energy to heart, it really can trigger um, disease in the body because there's so much power in words. And, you know, that would maybe um, give us a feeling of being under pressure um, and feeling, you know, lost and internalizing that and feeling condemned even so mm -hmm. you know we really need to think about how we're speaking to others as well as um what's coming back at us and often you know very often if we feel like um something's really got to us in our heart it's often because there is a story behind that um so anything that strikes a discord is really you know we have to look at why that is Mm, exactly. And so, so basically what you're saying is that the words that we're speaking, they have power. I mean, I know in, the, in ancient times, the words, you know, they, the mantras and, and things like that, they, they were quite powerful. What you said came to pass, like almost immediately right away. So Absolutely. is that what's happening again now is that the words that we're saying, the words that we're thinking, our body is taking that and listening. The cells are listening, the molecules are listening and saying, okay, that's what she's saying, so that's what we're gonna do? Absolutely, and it is happening quicker now. And you know, it will, it, more likely than not, will be an old story or an old experience that's traveled with us down timelines because you know, all our cells are alive. Um, we're not just a soul um, in a body. Our, soul, uh, our cells are alive as, you know as our soul is so it really does follow through um, mm -hmm. into our can it follow through into our experience yeah absolutely so it, it really is important for us to be aware of what we're saying be aware of what we're thinking what words we're using but it's not just the words it's the energy behind the words too And sometimes I think even the meanings, right? So the meanings of what the what the actual word is, like some some words we use all the time without even thinking about it because it's what we've always heard, right? So part of that is also conditioning. I'm assuming Sarah's still here. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> so while um, while we're talking about this, I, I just want to ask everybody who's watching and or listening now, what is this triggering in you? Like what is coming up for you? It does, is this making sense? Are you resonating with any of this? Is this bringing up stories for you that you've been, you know, saying over and over again, or some some phrases perhaps that you've been saying over and over again? Let's just 
life is hard is one of them. So yeah, so if you keep saying life is hard, what is that going to do? It's going to show you, prove to you that yeah, life is hard, right? This human stuff sucks. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, and I know it's not just a matter of, you know, changing the words, but that, you know, that is a start for sure, right? But it's more than that. And so that's part of the stories um, that Sarah and her team clears using the keys, right? The, the stories through the Akashic Records, all the stories from the beginning of your soul's experience. Um, Iona says it's bringing up anger. Sure, right? And that anger could be also like frustration, right? Um, Linda says, I can't seem to lose weight. Yeah, so if you keep saying, I can't seem to lose weight, you're going to keep continuing to hold on to that weight, right? And when you say lose, you know, yeah, it's so interesting, right? The words that we are saying. Oh, I think Sarah's back. One second, let me see. If um, I can unmute her. Yeah. Hello. Hi, sorry. It's okay. Not sure what's going on. Um, yeah, the words we say, you know, it, we really do have to really look at what we are putting out there because, you know, um, Another example would be from work, you know, work situations. You know, no one realizes that the word deadline has a big pressure behind it and it can trigger so much stress with soul, like with us that are working. So deadlines and words like that as well. We have to look at really how we're using language in the workplace, at home, uh, wherever we are, because that pressure we can you know it might be built up from many experiences as well not just work and that just adds to the to our um Ill, our stress really yeah and, yeah um, absolutely and victoria is saying this is so true i listen to what people say as a psychiatrist and boy does it really explain what's holding them down absolutely absolutely and you see it a lot within you know nursing professions and and obviously um, being a psychiatrist you see people present and they they're actually sometimes they really need to talk and get off their chest if you like what what they're feeling and sometimes you know if you look at what's going on behind the scenes you may find the triggers for the disease so it's really looking into uh, what's going on for that person and treating it treating everybody holistically rather than a and than a disease yeah so we can start to change our health and our well-being by changing the words that we speak and the words we use, right? But at the same time, that's not going to be enough. So no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's a great start, right? But Absolutely. it's not going to be enough. And so, you know, when it comes to healing um, physical issues or even emotional issues, etc., you know, why does it sometimes take so much time? I'm going to say well, so much know, time, but... You know, oh, it does. Like and, it. you know, a lot of us get oh, so fed up. We think, oh, it's not working. It's not working. But when you look at, you know, being churned up, being stressed, under pressure, there's so many different aspects to one disease state. And within the, the book that I'm nearly finished, thank goodness, now, um, it, we talk about, you know, all the issues that may underline one disease. And in the time of Atlantis and Lemuria, uh, create, I've channeled with Mikhail Zedek, everyone could heal really quite quickly. So 
the disease states that um, we found ourselves in, it wasn't really appreciated how quickly you could just go like that. And, and so I think it's about uh, creating, wanting us to understand um, about what causes disease within the body in a greater way so that we really do think about, as we've been talking about our words and how we express ourselves and what's happening for us is that, you know, so it's about something much deeper. And so within the book, Creator has, and because of that, I've channeled that, you know, we, we do have to really dig deep this time to really understand uh, how we behave and our actions as words, as well as other, uh, as well as other people's and how this can affect us in form. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, you channeled that creators, and we talked about this at the very beginning, you channeled that creators opening a new chapter across the multiverse and how we all have a role to play. So what does that mean? What role are we playing now in this new timeline, time frame, this new chapter? And I feel like it's so, it's so congruent with right now, how, with, with the Lionsgate portal. It's like all these new codes and all these new energies are coming in and right they may be creating a bit of a havoc and chaos at the moment but eventually absolutely, absolutely. It, will it will do and i have actually channeled a little bit um this i can read you it it's a little message from um Mikhelzadek. um so they say from up there you are so filled with light now within this plane that many walk around oblivious they are taken out of the moment of now again and again by this worry and this doubt. Today we focus on where are you focusing your light? Is it in the drama of what you see or believe you see? Or is it opening yourself to be fully aligned with the bigger picture? Here we discuss the collapse of the old and then as the new vibrational resonance is rebirthed, much is occurring now as many awaken to a new world order. The old is disintegrating as the new is reborn. Creator heard your cries and said, let there be light. Creator cried your tears and experienced your losses again and again. Many say, how can this suffering be so? Due to so many reasons. However, the truth is much is being shaken up now. Our message to you is to focus on that which is light. We say focus on that which brings you the most joy and revisit this experience again and again. If it is the morning walk, the opening of flowers, the stars that emit rays of hope, we say move out of the drama as you are creators of what you experience. Many forget this as the world appears chaotic and the old dissolves into a new plane of existence that serves the collective. We ask those awakened to focus on light and that which makes you feel light. Easier said than done, same my cry. Look at my life and what's happening. Much is happening in your experience that you may adjust to this new path, this new world. It may seem that you are stuck or facing huge challenges. We say focus on light and that which makes you feel light. Revisit it again and again, which fills you with light. We say give thanks and pray, imagine and feel the guidance and love from the creator feel you now. As the veil is thin, my friends, keep faith and hope and know you are heard. We remind you, you are creators, you are light. Many say it's not as simple as that, 
while we wholeheartedly agree, we say practicing on harnessing the light, as this is the way through the minefield of collective trauma playing out in the time and now. Focus on harnessing the light. When you feel upset, angry or resentful about what's occurring in the collective experience, remember your divinity as creator's child. Focus on light. Many are being sidetracked from what is occurring in the collective. So we inform you today to look at your focus. Do not let your light become drained by what and ifs and supposings. Remain in the heart now. For you, dear ones, are light and are awakened to anchor this light in now. In love and light, Mikhail Zedek. Beautiful. I thought that was quite a good message because, you know, we can really get caught up in the collective trauma that is going on. And we can think, oh, nothing's changing. It's dreadful out there. Um, But we must keep our vibration high and, and keep that focus. But no. it's not just about the collective, like what's happening in the collective. Sometimes in our own lives, there's stuff Absolutely. going on. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And we must, um, when we have stuff going on, we must look beyond what's going on to see what can I gain from this? You know, there's, it seems dreadful, but sometimes things are playing out so that we can heal ourselves you know, like arguments with family, it may bring up a whole lot of discord with us, it may bring up resentments, and it's stuff that we can look at. What, what is it bringing up for us inside? Uh, because that's what we really need to focus on. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so um, I forgot to mention at the beginning, but if you have a question for Sarah, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. And, you know, so we've been talking about a little bit about, you know, some of the triggers, uh, you know, healing, some of the healing that's taken so much time, sometimes over many lifetimes. And then Angela was asking if, uh, if some ailments are tied to specific body parts. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure what that question really means, Angela. Um, but I see that Beth has unmuted herself. Beth, go ahead. Do you have a question for Sarah? Hello. Hi, Beth. Maybe not. All right. So if somebody else, <laughs> I mean, she didn't raise her hand. She just unmuted maybe that by accident. But if you do have a question, just raise your hand or type in the chat. So Angela, what did you mean by that? Are some ailments tied to specific body parts? Well, you know, because um, my first answer and Sarah's first answer is going to be yes, but I'm not sure what, if that's your actual question. Oh, are some words affecting specific body parts? Well, it's more the energy that we're carrying. For instance, you know, shocks, as we know, um, and feeling a shock in the moment of now can trigger much disease states. It's, um, I've channeled within, within the book, it's the primal cause of uh, triggering um, growths in the body that we, we obviously don't want. Um, so shock, you know, and taking things to heart, for instance, and pressure, um, that's a, a cause of us becoming fatigued. So yes, if there are specific um, energies that are behind specific diseases, but they're more than one energy. So to go into it, I'd have to read you a whole kind of chapter. But you know, 
for instance, back, we all know it's about if you have a, a, a back problem, often it's about support, but there's so much more within a back problem. There's so many more issues that are going on, like self-berating, condemnation. So it's, it's really digging deep to what's going on. And that's why, you know, we really do need to look at our past because a lot of our answers lay there and triggered in the time and now and that's why I felt it was so important to discuss triggers because you know when we have a, uh, an illness or a disease we need to look at exactly what's going on around that time when it, it shows itself because it's showing itself mm -hmm. in the body for a reason. Well because you know we all know that um, illnesses you know they don't start off in the body that's the last place where they end up they actually start off in the you know through the emotions the thoughts, all that kind of stuff first before they actually, um, my, my, my words are failing me today, but and, and until they finally express themselves in the body. And at that point, that's, that's when it's kind of like, you know, uh, a brick is being thrown at you. You know, it's like, wake up, you know, this is what's going on. Hello, wake up. Let's see what, you know, can we fix this now? But yeah. a lot of times, by the time it's gotten to the body part, you know, the physical body, you know, it's much more difficult to heal or clear, right? Absolutely. And, you know, uh, well, it's not going to heal in, in a couple of sessions. It's really about looking. It might take, you know, quite a few working with whichever, he, you know, person that's offering channeling healing, because you're obviously the healer of yourself from within. Mm -hmm. But it may be you need to work through stages of it. You know, it's like peeling an onion. A set the creator told me it's like a, a packet of onions. It's like a bag of onions that we're peeling. Um, and it's layers of, of this um, old energy that um, gets yeah. stuck. So, so it's not just one yeah. onion, it's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of onions, unfortunately. And, and a lot that's of not going to make anybody. Oh, sorry, that's not going to make anybody feel good when they hear. Oh, it's not just one. It's like a lot of onions. It's like, oh no, you know, it's going to take forever. It's like, and then at that point, sometimes it can feel almost hopeless. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. Well, there is a, a point because every layer you shift something, you're moving into a new resonance. And you know, if it makes anyone feel any better, I've been. Uh, I've worked through all the keys and I've been um, doing self-healing now uh, every day as part from about four since October last year. And some of my sessions have taken me three hours in the morning and then I have a, a client session. So, you know, it's really about moving through the layers of onion. And I every time I clear something, Thing and I, I then I feel amazing and then I think oh what's next what's coming up but um, I know that this I've been I'm doing it in this intense way because we're obviously like you Lara are open like helping to open this chapter so sometimes it can feel oh not another thing but then actually I think well you know they told me it won't be forever and you know when we're infinite beings of light we are totally infinite, then this time we're taking to heal ourselves in this, this uh, experience on this planet is really nothing compared to <laughs> how we're going to move forward. And we don't have to go back through this stuff again. We don't have mm -hmm. to experience this. We're, we're moving into a new um, 
enlightenment, a new way of being. So we are really very lucky to be here on this planet, although some may say, oh, it's such a struggle here. But they told me upstairs that we queued up to be here. So, yeah, yeah. I keep hearing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eve has a question. She's asking, how can I get rid of being robbed and cheated so many times and the damage of property things? What am I triggering or what track am I running that is causing this? It causes grief and sorrow. One might say it is possession, but the loss is diminishing or depleting. What does Melchizedek say about this? <clears throat> the first thing we'd be looking at is, I, um, I'm being told, is there's a lot of grief running. Um, I know it doesn't seem particularly linked, they're telling me, but um, the first thing that we'd be looking at is grief. Um, because obviously loss is a grief in a way it's it's um so they're saying we'd be looking at grief and then um and also um belief in self self-belief um believing that you're worthy of of um of having prosperity and and things around you obviously with the attacks we we'd be looking at attack as well within that and um there's a lot it's it is like the layers but i'm really being told um grief is the main one we'd start with um the grief of what you're losing the grief of attack um feeling separated from creator through grief so you know it would be um working through the layers yeah so it'd be healing the grief healing the lack of self-belief in your in oneself yeah. right yeah yeah and also obviously we would be looking at, at attack and um and the energy of that because there's it probably goes quite a bit deeper than, uh, mm -hmm. so it's, it's probably so. not just from this lifetime it's probably past lives it's etc yeah absolutely and you know um when before a key session what happens is um deck channels with me what is the highest and best to transmute during that session so you know it often actually does uh, work out with you know what everyone's saying they really need when we get down to it because they give me the specific words so we'd call up a planet or a life where it began and then we we send um if there's like an attack for instance it's often it could be some um beings that aren't very nice trying to uh, attack the whole planet and it often affects our planet and that's why um, we're working in that way multi-dimensionally and we send everything back so we send it all back through time um, and create a change of the story much like work in the Akashic records but on a grander scale um, and then we bring back um, everybody without that story running and give everything everything a new story including the soul and creator would uh, divinely intervene. So we go right back any story, for instance, if we were looking at grief, we clear grief, but then we would have to remember that we haven't cleared sorrow. Um, so what I'm trying to say to souls is we clear grief, but there may be other things like sorrow running and you know, doubts that, that you can ever get through this, etc. So it's, it's really quite in depth. 
So it's not just one thing that you clear, you know, it'll be grief, but it might also be other things as well that goes that are linked with it or or, are complementary to it. Absolutely. For instance, pent up emotions often gets cleared during a session to do with the issue we're clearing, because if we have pent up emotions of grief, they're clearly not going to be um, good for us. So if we're looking at being churned up, we look at all the pent up emotions uh, to do with that. So things we haven't been able to express, which obviously stay in our body and cause us to feel dis-ease, which is not being at ease in body, really. Yeah, and embodiment. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and in even the embodiment, you know, when we do have a disease or some sort of ailment or some sort of pain or so- something like that, we don't want to be embodied. Right, because it's, yeah, it's, it's because it, you know. I, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say. It. So, pain in the body is the worst thing, really, and it just takes us from um, being grounded in embodiment to just focusing on those pains. Often, so it is, would be looking at, at pains and the trigger for pain, and would be you know you'd need to work through quite a lot to to get there. But it really can. You know, you're not really in, in, your, in the world if you're in so much pain that you can't um, concentrate and express yourself and you're just living in that state. But I do know that we can heal ourselves, even if it takes some weeks to do. We, it's moving and peeling those onions. So, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so Eve had a, had a follow-up question. Um, is carrying this grief and sorrow making us more vulnerable to these experiences or even being sad? Even being sad, is it, does that make us more vulnerable to these experiences of like attack or what was it being stolen, of uh, being cheated, being robbed, etc.? cetera? It, it can, yes, absolutely it can because that's our energy and it makes us absolutely vulnerable. We know when we're feeling in a certain way we're not um, able to stand up for ourselves, and you know some souls are able to look at us um, that you know and say, "Oh, they look vulnerable," or the way we hold ourselves. It can be just little things that we do- we don't even think about. You know how we hold ourselves is a real expression of of uh, strength. If we're mm-hmm. feeling like we're having a terrible day, and I think everyone can uh, resonate with this, and you feel all hunched over and and like this everyone around you knows because we pick up on energy and it's the unseen energy that we read without even knowing it it's you know intuitive sometimes so yeah and that's why in the channeling that you read a few minutes ago you were talking about joy and light and focusing on the light instead of focusing on the negative stuff but focusing on the light and what brings you joy right because that that raises your vibration and then, yes, yeah. And when you're focusing on that, you're going to be immune to, you know, being robbed or bad things happening necessarily, right? Yeah, and it's about believing it in your heart that you're you're worthy and you're protected as well. I'm being told, and it's about a feeling of being protected, and you know, not all of us feel that, do we? At, at times, mm-hmm. we might think poor me, why is this happening to me all the time? And that's another 
statement, you know, poor me, why is this happening to me? And, and a belief that it's always to do with us, where it, there's often such a bigger picture when we delve deep into to the reasons for issues happening and traumas yeah. in our life. But that's not to say that, you know, uh, that it's your fault or anything like that, but it, it, it is important to focus on, you know, joy, light, the happiness, the best you can, you know. Um, and, but even still, sometimes we do experience stuff that is not fun, you know. And is that, is that because it's a contract? Is that because it's, a, it's a, something that we decided that I want to experience this so that I can, exp I don't know, heal this for the, for the collective or the family or ancestors, etc.? You know, sometimes it is um, that we decided we would experience it for the collective. And I can say that from my own point of view, knowing that some of the stuff I've healed, uh, when I look behind it and I see, oh, they had a contract to do this, so that you'd do this particular piece of healing, it, it really puts things into a new perspective so you, you don't feel such uh, resentment. Um, but, you know... Um, sometimes it is a contract we may even have with creator and we do within the key work give back contracts with creator that we will have had from the beginning of our soul for issues for instance we could have a, a weights of grief for example that we've held for the, the collective and for the duality of existence because without the lower vibrational patterning nothing would be there'd be no none of us it would just be creator vibrating in love with the angelic realms and once Creator created the, the worlds and us and gave us free will, Creator already knew that we were going to fall off the wagon, if you like. Um, and, you know, that's why this new chapter at this point in time, enough have cried, let there be light. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. this is why so much is being transmuted now. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, of course, Creator knew what we were going to choose. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're part of creator creating. We're not separate from creator. We're creator's children, but we are part of mother, father, creator, the universal energy, you know, whatever name we choose to give Elohim. Um, we are part of creator. We're not a separate entity. We are part of creator. When, of course, at the beginning of our soul, we all knew that without any hesitation before we dipped our toes into the duality of existence we knew who we were without hesitation so you know people say to me why would i take that on and i've asked myself that as well well the fact is we knew we were part of creator and we knew that as creator's children this duality had to continue so that all could um, continue otherwise there'd just be everything for infinity vibrating on love and we just have to remember you know, when we haven't got a mission or something to do, somewhere to focus our energies, it can feel like a never-ending, um, monotonous experience, can't it? So mm -hmm. imagine Creator and us never having have to experience anything for, it, you know, infinity. We'd never learn and grow and we'd never open our hearts to greater love. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Eve is, has another follow-up question, which, I, which I, I have to comment on in a second. But, and she's talking about the, how the patterns are so similar, yet by different people, even if they know the burden and you're, you're, you are already carrying. 
She said, it's like a predatory system and she keeps repeating, I am safe, which is great. Keep repeating, I am safe, but what's the energy behind that? When you're saying I am safe, is the energy behind that I am safe or is the energy behind that I'm not safe and that's why I'm saying I'm safe? Sarah, do you want to Absolutely, yeah, it's because it, it, if it's coming from a place of fear, I am safe, then that fear is also um, like a beacon, if you will, yeah. for others. So, and patterns, there may be a reason um, for the patterns to be playing out. So, you know, we'd be looking at that pattern of, of why she keeps being uh, attacked again and again and feeling attacked, you know. Is it physical? Is it people, um, souls saying derogatory remarks we'd be looking at what's behind that attack as well and the energy behind it because there really is often such a bigger picture that we just can't fathom um you know from from a human perspective yeah we we, we can't figure it out with our heads this is you know it's it's going to be something that you know when you're going through the the akashic records and the akashic realm and looking through and working with the keys that's when you're going to find what the what the answers are. Um, Edwina is, is asking, what does Melchizedek say about child abduction and abuse? Well, obviously, child abduction and abuse is never, ever right. And the Celtic would never say, oh, that's, you know, right. And that's why at this moment in time, there's a lot of energy behind uh, these misdeeds within this realm, which we, I know, are working to clear. You know, there's, there's things greater than we can see as in the human realm. It may be um, beings causing mayhem, where it'd be more than mayhem, it would be, you know, disasters. There's, you know, there's stories behind it and there's often beings that are forgotten, which we may call dark, darker okay. energies behind a lot of what's happening and playing out here. So why, what we're doing is taking um, and sending back to Creator in love and light, because they're all Creator's children, horrific acts have, have happened. And probably we've had horrific acts ha happen to us throughout many incarnations, I hence to add. And some of us may have even not acted how we think we might have done in past lives. And that's part of um, accepting ourselves within that duality. But we're here, this is why this energy work is so important, because we're here to take um, and send back stuff that we can't see that's really affecting our lives in the here and now. And it's, you know, we can't quantify, we can't think with our rational mind, um, we can't, many can't see what's been going on and playing out for eons of time. And that's why um, this work goes so deep and is aiding the collective and the soul that comes for the session in such a great way. So no, Mikhail doesn't um, obviously uh, agree with this and, and the energies of abuse and, and et cetera going on in our plane at the moment, but often there's a bigger picture to things that are behind it, which we're here to clear up at this time. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, so a lot of that is coming to the surface now and what we mean by to the surface, I mean, we're hearing about all sorts of not so nice things that are occurring, even though they may have been occurring, occurring for a long time, but they're now coming out into the, 
you know, mass media for all of us, for the collective to know about, to hear about. And, and once there is that awareness about it, then it can change. And, you know, even with all healing as well, you know, ailments, you know, physical pains, disease, etc. It's about the awareness. Once you have the awareness of what's going on, then we can change it. That's when the healing begins. If you don't even know what it is and you're just in your mind trying to figure it out and or judging your body for having that ailment or disease or whatever it is, um, you can't change it. You keep getting more and more stuck into it, right? So it is about bringing everything to the awareness, bringing it to light, shining more light on it. That's it. And that's really, you know, when I read that passage, it is about that... uh, the light being um, shone on on the things that are have been hidden for for many eons of time. It's about shining that light, and so the dark uh, gets seen. And you know, we move forward without that old energy in a different way. So that's why they talk about the chaos and mayhem that may appear in the world, but there's so much more going on. And each session that I do, and I'm sure you do, bring in more light, bring in, uh, it might be harmony, it might be joy, it might even be highlighting where the dark is um, through the clearing um, that we've been, you know, doing for the collective as well as ourselves. So, um, yeah, that, that is why it's so important to clear um you're right linda i saw your comment there but it is why it's so important to clear up um our own issues because we're helping so many um and there's so much going on that we can't see um so linda's saying you know that's why it's important to clear genetic patterns and templates and the key sessions work on those as well they do yeah they do work on on genetics and um Sometimes on, uh, you know, DNA stuff we've worked on um, where it's been altered by, I know it sounds odd, but, you know, been altered by dark um, stuff that's been trying to separate us from knowing who we are as creators' children. And that's really what we're coming back to uh, and deep knowing that we are eternal beings of light. And many masters and guides came here to show us that we were eternal beings, but a lot fell on um, deaf ears. But this is the time when we really come into our own and, and, you know, harness the energy of creator in love and through our heart, not really through our thoughts and our mind, but it's more a knowing deep inside, if if that resonates with everybody. (laughs) Absolutely. And Maria is asking, it seems that some ailments have become more common these days, like fibromyalgia, diabetes, herpes, MS, etc. Any thoughts? There's so much behind diseases. You know, I've, um, in the book, I've uh, channeled sections on the virus, um, diabetes. Uh, so there are, you know, it's, it's much, but, you know, herpes is actually uh, linked to unwanted advances, and then you can break that down into to many other smaller significant issues that may have gone on um, trauma triggering triggering it so it's often um, triggered by something like that and it may be a shock you know um, someone coming into your energy field that wasn't really wanted and you couldn't say no it could be many things so within the book it does break down 
uh, specifics of what to look at um, when we're working with certain disease states. As I say, it may have many it may have a whole onion to peel to get to the to get to the um, root cause, but we keep plodding. And I know that you can heal yourself from disease states, as I have healed quite a few things, and I can say that I, you know, I know it does work. But that's not to say don't go if you feel that you need to see a um, a medical practitioner. You shouldn't because as an you know, a nurse, as well as uh, energy, working with energy, you know, you must go to the method that works for you. And that is written throughout the book because it's about a belief as well, a belief of what you feel is going to help you to heal. It has a lot uh, of significance in your own healing journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And Angela is asking, how about breast-related issues, cysts, etc.? Often that's to do with imbalance with the divine masculine and feminine um, energies. And, you know, uh, I know that, um, yeah, it's often to do with that. But again, we'd have to, you, you know, there's aspects to it. So it might be an imbalance. It might be a belief um, that um, men are more powerful than women, or it might be an issue of being controlled or feeling that control. So we, you know, again, we'd have to really... It, it, look deep and of course everyone's an individual so whilst we have the outline of what the energy might be behind it it would be individual for each soul that's had different experiences so it's you know hard to, to put it all into one category it's just um what i've channeled here is just really a um guide to to dig deeper to look at different areas of, of the disease rather than just focusing on say not being supported with a lower bad back it, it goes deeper than that mm -hmm. yeah um and dave he's asking do the keys deal with ancestral clearings or ancestral healing or absolutely yeah and you know because they are multi-dimensional it won't just be from this life we'd be looking at we'd be looking at many lives where our ancestors may have triggered certain issues so we we it goes back through many timelines um right to the beginning of the soul in fact because you know it works with creator so we clear you know that's why the key sessions are so long uh roughly three hours if we if you have a full key session sometimes they might even be a bit longer it's because we're going right back we're not leaving anything from say being churned up if we're looking at that example um we're clearing every single story of it so that energy won't be running it doesn't mean stress won't be running etc as i said but it really is um thorough um mm -hmm. yeah humans. so ancestors other planets Absolutely. um yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever, wherever it started, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's the main starting point we work back to. Yeah, cool, awesome. And Pat is asking, um, what could be causing my lightheadedness? And so Pat's been having this lightheadedness for quite a while. Um, it's not grounding, so it's something else. No. Um. She doesn't know what it is. I mean, 
she's been to the I doctor think, and everything is fine. What I'm saying it's about extremes. What I'm being told and shown, I'm, you know, I can only see what they're giving me now, but I'm saying it's extremes in uh, mood. It's about, um, it's like your, it's like a wave of emotions. They're telling me, um, and obviously also uh, pressure that she's feeling. But it's like um, extremes. I'm being told has has. Um, don't know if that resonates with Pat there, but it's about extremes feeling on a like you're riding a wave of extreme mm-hmm. emotion. Yeah, like a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm being shown. Okay, cool. So let us know how that resonates with you, Pat. Um, Maria is saying, I'm experiencing nerve pain on my legs and left arm. First of all, I'm getting the uh, energy of shock, um, some shock that may have triggered it. I'm getting the word imbalance. I don't know why, but they're giving me out of balance with life. So I don't know if that. So, so Maria, are you feeling out of balance with life? I think most people are, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so see, see where your life is not balanced. Okay. And Pat says, yes, I feel emotions are connected also. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's like, um, up and down. Yeah. And she's, Maria says, yes, very confused. Uh, mm. so yeah. yeah, I mean, the body does really bring out our illness, as we said. So it's, um, it's about trying to stay in balance um, and trying to, again, harness that light. If there's things you can do, you know, taking 10 minutes to meditate or even if you can't meditate and, and um, reach a meditative state, it, it might just be sitting in peace for 20 minutes, um, looking at the, the stars. It might be whatever makes your heart sing is really, it's about trying to stay in the moment of now and that brings me on to the point of maybes what if and supposings which um you know um we're going to clear a few during my little meditation because a lot of us are caught up with and i have had to obviously clear it so i i'm um, aware of them much more now but i oh what if this happens what if i don't get the book finished what if and I was doing, you know, and they said to me, right, we're clearing what ifs today. And then the next day it was supposing this happened. And I thought, how many more connotations? And that's where we go back to our words really um, having real significance. Because I know that I, you know, myself have said, what if maybe that will, oh, maybe that won't work out. And you have to catch yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're right. There are different connotations of, you know, being worried, 
right? Being in your yes. head, you know, and having the same sort of thoughts, but just using a slightly different wording, but it's, it's a different energy, right? So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Angela's asking, can this work, the work with the keys, can this work heal advanced macular degeneration? I haven't, well, I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't written about that, but I'll definitely try and channel what the energy is behind it. But I believe we, if we're meant to heal, and we have to say this in this way, because, you know, some of us may have chosen to come here to experience certain issues. And, you know, um, it doesn't, it's about also if we have come here to experience that, it's about staying on our path. And within the book, they gave me the example of um, Stephen Hawkins, who obviously we know had great um, trials within his life, but he made the most of what he, where he was now. And that was his, yeah. his journey to show probably the world that if this does happen and this is your path, then actually, you know, we can still have a mission. We can still bring so much to others. So yes, um, I will try and channel it and, uh, I'll let her know, but I haven't um, looked into that, that um, mm -hmm. yet. Awesome. Okay, cool. Good. Um, so that's something that uh, Sarah will look into, Angela, and, and I'll let you know what we find out. Um, so I know... Yeah, sorry, Laura, I was just going to say, if Angela emails me, I, I'm, I have a chapter on um, eyes, etc. So when she, if she emails me, I'll um, be able to look deeper into to it to it and awesome. um, when i get the answer i'll i'll say i'll let them know what i channeled awesome good thank you all right so i wanted to take a minute uh take a few minutes to talk about the special offers and then we're going to do that um meditation as well right so um so let's see so now let's see if you're on the live page you can just click on special offer and those of you who are on not on the live page you can go to alara.at forward slash show forward slash sarah eight s-a-r-a-h eight so sarah you have two packages this time um do you want to talk a little bit about them yes yeah, so i've got two packages um the one is the an hour and a half roughly uh key session so it's still a, a good you know good hour and a half that mm -hmm. um, everyone gets and that includes a meditation and I'm also going to be um, doing a uh, for, for both offers in fact a mini teaching for a, over an hour zoom which is a you know one of my freebies where we'll be doing um, another meditation which I'll channel before which will be for the highest and best for everyone on the call and we'll be looking at um, disease in greater detail and we'll be, I'll be answering questions and we'll be looking about, uh, you know, how the energy behind disease and how it's gone along um, mm -hmm. timelines and how we progress to forgetting that we can heal from within. So, yes, uh, so my two offers, so that offer A is um, the hour and a half key session with the, the meditation, the hour extra a Zoom call and also my book, and the mm -hmm. obviously the other is the three-hour key session with again the Zoom call and my book. So um, yeah, and the meditation. Yeah, yeah. yeah the so, meditation. So pretty simple. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. The meditations um, aiding people with a pain in the body in the moment of now. So it's mm -hmm. it's getting rid of beliefs and it's bringing in healing from Creator and 
you can use that meditation again and again if um, you feel you need to. So that's, yeah, awesome. it's about 30, so, over 30 minutes long, that one. Okay, nice. And so, you know, in both packages, you get the audio meditation, the live group, uh, group Zoom call, plus the book. Um, and in package A, it's a 90-minute session. And in package B, it's up to three hours, 180-minute session um with sarah and the uh the key session so both of those packages are available at alora.at forward slash show forward slash sarah eight s-a-r-a-h eight and so now we're going to do or experience a wonderful meditation to help us you know in this moment of time um uh, to, to assist you with the belief that you can heal from within right absolutely yeah, this is meditation is we're just going to clear um, some fear of disease states I channeled before um, from now. So we're not going into stories, but we're working on our thoughts. Um, we're going to clear what ifs and some what ifs, maybes and supposing uh, and thoughts and beliefs causing distress in the time and now and bring back strength and love, light and courage. So um, that's the plan. So uh, awesome. Yes. Lovely. Yay, let's do it. Lovely. So, if you're ready, just shutting your eyes. Ishala parati alaluya parati alaluya parati ish is us 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 asalakai alaluya parati. Just imagining a beautiful light now coming down from Creator, Ishalakai, in love and light. And imagining that light now at the top of your heads. And just imagining that light expanding. And just imagining that light now traveling down slowly through the body. Down and down. Until it reaches your feet. Taking a deep breath now, taking that light down through new earth, bright earth, gold and platinum earth, connecting you to earth, Ishalakai, grounding you, Ibalakaratu, in love and light. And imagining that light now, travelling back up through new earth, Bright earth, gold and platinum earth, till it reaches your feet. And taking that light again through the body, up and up. Till it reaches the top of your head. And I want you now to shoot that light up through the universe, Alleluia. Past the stars, Ishalakai in love, in light, in beauty and in peace. Taking that light right up 
through the cosmos. Till you come to a place that's right for you. A white light, a light where you sit with creator, your special space. And sitting in that light now, knowing you're loved as creator's child, and I want now to imagine the Kelsadek standing in front of you with the key. Alleluia. And all those agreeing now, just stepping into that key energy. And taking a deep breath as we take the keys to Creator. Alleluia. in your love. Taking another deep breath. As you release Alleluia and feelings of stress. Sitting in that light. Ishalakai, hallelujah. As you imagine, Ikirai and no, hallelujah, the God, Ishalakai. Your angels and guides surrounded you now in love. Alaka in beauty, Ishkara Barati, and in peace. Alleluia Barati, Alleluia Barati, Alleluia Barati, Is Us Us Us. As we relief now, feelings of less than peaceful, Alleluia. any thoughts in the timer now about where we are with our bodies, hallelujah, our thoughts that aren't serving. So we give thoughts, hallelujah, of what ifs, hallelujah, better karatikai, maybes, And beliefs, I can't, hallelujah. I can't do this, hallelujah. Be 
dream that the thought in the moment of now, nothing will ever get better for me. I shall cry hallelujah away, hallelujah. Thoughts that stop us breathing deeply, hallelujah in love, hallelujah peace. Taking a deep breath. Hallelujah. As you feel the glory of Creator within and surrounding you. Knowing you're divinely loved now. Hallelujah. Knowing Creator is with you. The energy of bliss around you, hallelujah, barati, hallelujah. As you feel Creator holding your hand. Taking a deep breath. Hallelujah. As created love surrounds you. You feel a certain lightness as some heaviness lifts. Hallelujah. As gently peace, hallelujah, parity. Surround you now.
taking a deep breath, hallelujah. Just going to come out of this key energy, slowly, hallelujah. Staying with Creator, as we breathe, as we feel many hallelujah, while it's dissolving, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just giving permission now. Come back to that place, hallelujah, sitting with Creator in your special spot. Taking a moment to sit in that bliss, hallelujah, Mishalakai. Taking a deep breath. As we again travel down through the cosmos, slowly, hallelujah, in light, Ishkapalaka, as above, so below, Abariti Yata, connected to the divine, Ibariti Iska, in the heart, Ishalaratukosuzvadakat, and so, hallelujah. Coming down past those stars, Ishasulakar, to us, Askilar, to oi, to offer hope. Down and down till we reach once again the top of our head. And anchoring that back to earth, we take that light through the body. Down and down till it reaches our feet. And we take that light again down through new earth, bright earth, gold and platinum earth, anchoring and grounding us to earth. And slowly that light again rises up to earth, up to our feet, up to our body. Till a beautiful ball of light is at the top of our head. And taking some deep breaths while we anchor and ground you back. Alleluia Ashalakai. Hallelujah. 
Taking a deep breath as you feel peace. Bliss. And love. And when you're ready, just slowly opening your eyes. Hello, hello. We're slowly all coming back. I don't know about you all, but I was yawning through it, the whole thing. I'm not even sure if I heard everything because I was just like uh, in that space, right? And um, it's like a higher vibration. It's like it's like so much more light and so much more peace is what I is what I'm getting. That the word that I'm getting is like peace, peace, peace. But I was like yawning. I know that much throughout the whole thing. Yeah, it was just really working on thoughts um, and distressed states, etc. Because obviously we know that that's um, not serving us in the time and now. So we weren't deeply working on a story. And um, sometimes during a key session, um, that happens quite a lot, the yawning and um, other emotions may arise, but we quickly work through that. So no one's mm -hmm. left um, yeah, feeling. Yeah, so how's everyone feeling? What did, what did you experience? And um, does anybody have any follow-up questions based on this beautiful meditation that we just did? And, you know, it was, see, like, I, I, I can't even remember you know, what you said, you know, like what, what we were supposed to be doing. I think it was supposed to be about clearing the belief that we can heal from within or having yes. something like that. <laughs> it was, it was partly that. And, um, it was what if supposings we also cleared, we cleared, you know, some negative beliefs that we may have been running, um, yeah, in the time and now. So we didn't go deeply into a story, but it was just what we were holding uh, in this moment. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I'm still feeling the energy all like all around me, you know? So, um, Beth says beautiful. Thank you. Maria says I felt peace. It was really beautiful. You said I felt an angel pull me across the timeline to transcend the grief. Nice. Lovely. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I was just like, I was just in the energy, <laughs> just receiving, <laughs> right? Just receiving, just being in the energy, feeling that peace, feeling that, that higher vibration, you know, and um, allowing myself to release whatever I wanted to release. And then for me, the yawning is also about releasing and opening up to higher consciousness, higher vibration. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, Creator wants that for all of us. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Hopefully Good. people do feel a bit more peaceful and in a bit more of a state of, of bliss and yeah. And more light, right? And more Absolutely. Light. Yeah. Yeah. And Maria says, I had some tears in my eyes. Yeah. Because when you're uh -huh. in that higher vibration state, a lot of times, you know, it's that sense of awe and, you know, our emotions are overcome by that space and that, that, that uh, higher vibration. So absolutely. Beautiful. So allow yourself to, to be that, be that light, be that space, be that energy. Yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. So I'm glad um, people found that, you know, and, and felt that that was helping them as well. So, yeah, that's really great. Awesome. So yeah. that was just, a, you know, a small taste of uh, what working with the keys is like, you know, because we did go into the key energy. That I, that I do remember, right? Going well, you into did, the key energy. yeah. It's slightly different, as I say, in a full key session because um, we w we went up to creator and that's so that I can ground everyone and do it uh, together. But within the individual key session, we walk through a doorway of light, um, which often is seen as light or maybe a feeling of warmth. Um, so it would be to the to your left and then we walk into a, a chamber with creator and, it, and bring the angels and guides in. And it's, um, yeah it's much more in depth, if you like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was just a taste. Yeah, just a taste yeah. of the energies. Beautiful, yeah. thank you. And so again, we're talking about the key sessions. So those are part of the packages that Sarah is offering and those are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Sarah 8, S-A-R-A-H 8. Um, so Sarah, before we go today, is there any other message that Melchizedek or your guides have for us about transcending pain, about uh, transcending disease. Um, I love the word transcend, you know, transcendence, period. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's about remembering we have got the ability to heal. And for many um, years, we've been searching outside ourselves um, for the healing from others. But it is really that we, have, we hold the keys if you like, to our own healing um, and uh, from our old, old journeys and our old um, venturings. And, you know, so much, um, we, we come here, we forget who we truly are. But as we're waking up to know that we're this multidimensional soul, you know, we really need to, to, to look back at what um, may have been playing out for eons of time. And it, the universal laws dictate we cannot give that back by, you know, um, things like regret, um, just by thinking it. The universal law is we must really examine what's been going on and playing out through our, our histories so that we learn and grow. Because if we just could give it back, uh, everyone would be doing that. So it's really about digging deep within. The, but also remembering you are light, you are creator and you are creator's child. Absolutely awesome. Diane, did you have something you wanted to add to that? I'll, I'll go ahead and unmute you or you can unmute yourself. Yeah, I just Hi. thought of something. Yeah, yes, yes. It's Diane in Denver. Hi, um, Diane. Hello, how are you, honey? Thank you. Yeah, Thank good. you so much for this. Thank you. Oh, but, you know, I have seizures and, and I, I believe in healing because I've healed myself using my mind over lots of things. Yeah. So I tell myself, I don't have seizures, and then I stopped taking my medication. But now the reason I have seizures is because when I was 19, I had a car accident, and I hit the part of my brain, I hit my head, I was in a coma for 11 days, and hit the part of my head that I hit, controls my nerve endings, so I shake all the time. And then as I've gotten older, I started having seizures. And they have me on seizure medication, but I believe in mental healing and what you're talking about and the strong mind. And I know I've healed myself many times with other things. 
I'm yeah. also a recovering alcoholic, 30 some years. So I know anything is possible. Absolutely. I've healed other people, but why can't I heal these seizures? And is it related to hitting that part of my brain that controls my nerves? It is about the damage there, I'm being told. Um, And it's, um, it's about feeling, I don't know if this resonates as well, but shaken up. Does, does that make any connection there? Mm. Have you cleared I the don't shock? know, because I've done so much clearing and healing work on myself and bad relationships and bad childhood experiences. And so I don't really resonate with any of that. If I do, I don't, not consciously, anyway. Do you follow me? I do. Okay. They're telling me it, it's something within the core, I'm getting told. The core of what, though? The core of you. It's something, it's an energy within the core. I can only tell you what they're giving me. So, you know, um, it's about some being shaken to the core. Hmm. So that might, energy of being shaken to the core may not be from the car accident. Oh, it's it may not this be life. from yeah, previous yeah, lifetimes, etc. that too, yeah, life experiences yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. not yeah, this that, life. It's definitely not this life. No. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's something from the past and, you know, you know, that's some, that's what you have to work on healing is that being shaken to the core in some other past life, some other reality um, where you were shaken to the core and that's what's causing or maybe keeping those seizures in place now because of that. Right, Sarah? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying there could be layers to this. I'm not saying it's going to shift, but I do think if you could look at, um, because there's being shaken up, but being shaken to the core goes somewhat deeper, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yes, yes, um, totally, yes. Yeah, so um, yeah. I'd be looking at working on that. But, Diane, you, you know... Um, and I pray, I pray in tongues, and I've got connections with the angels, and yeah, oh, I've, I've got all that stuff. So, yeah. Awesome. Totally, yeah. So work on that, okay. Diane. Work on the being shaken to the core and see what happens. Okay, thank you. Thank you yeah, so awesome. much. Bless you. Bless thank you. you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you Diane. Um, and so Eve is asking, um, when will your private sessions start? Um, so basically, oh. she just means um, how far uh, ahead are they booked? Um, it's at the moment, it's now um, two weeks um, wait. So it's not too yeah. long. Um, yeah, it would be the beginning of September. Uh, the second I believe it is because we have a bank holiday here on the Monday so I am actually taking that day um, off but it will be yeah from that day onwards awesome so Beth is asking Beth did you have a question for Sarah do you want to unmute yourself go right in the chat go ahead yes. hi yes hi thank you I'm sorry about earlier I was um, fumbling with my phone I couldn't I couldn't press the button fast enough oh, and no worries I just want to thank okay. you both 
um, cooking. I have, okay, so I have um, this intermittent pain in, in my back, and um, I was told that um, it was like a shingle that is dormant. So every so often, typically when I'm in my kitchen, um, you know, doing the dishes and not being happy about it, um, I just radiating pain and it gets burn, burning, like really super burning and sometimes just like shoots around my back. And But then I was also told that it could possibly be um, from oral surgery, like a root canal, and I'm supposed to have one on Monday, another one, that um, if it presses, um, you know, if your root canal is too close to the nerve, it can cause atrophy someplace else in your body. I'm just wondering if you can sense where or exactly what the cause of this is. Immediately when you were talking there, I got the word burdened. Um, oh, okay. I don't know if that resonates. Um, well, it, it can, yes. I, I suppose mm. it can. I feel that the trigger is burdened. It is a, one of the triggers is burden. Um, and you know what does you know you say it's triggered when you're washing dishes. Yes. Is that the main time it's triggered? Because how do you view that? Um, job is it does it feel like a burden to you um yes at this point in my life i i do feel as though I've, you know i've done my work i i've raised five kids and yeah. and even though given covid some of them are back home and i just feel as though i shouldn't have to be cleaning up after all of them so yes i get i think burden is appropriate thank you yeah and i also getting um begrudging as you say that as well so it might be um looking at those two two energies okay and just yeah. breathe light and and love into it i suppose <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Yes, and get your so, kids okay, to do dishes. Thanks. Yeah, get them to help. Uh, I know, but I do know how <laughs> teenagers you. are. Yes. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> you. Um, Thank you. Thank you both. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. And sometimes, you know, it's it's interesting how sometimes, you know, it might be something that's triggering you now, but it it could be a pattern from you know, when you're a child or when, or from other lifetimes, it, you know, cause it sounds like a simple thing. It's like, you know, I don't want to do the dishes. I shouldn't have to do the dishes. I should have some support at this time. Why do I have to do this? Why, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it could be, that's just a, um, the surface, you know, but yeah. if you go deeper, it's like, where else have you felt burdened in the past? Right. And that energy of being burdened and begrudging, having to do something that, you know, you don't really want to do, but you have to do, you're being kind of forced to do it. So you're doing it, but you don't really want to do it. You know, that, that type of energy. And that's not going to be just from this lifetime. You know, no, it will be honest. for many lifetimes. And uh, yeah, and there's always a coming up picture. now to be healed. Mm. Right. It's a much bigger picture. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense, Beth? 
Yes, it does. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, I look forward to more healing and I look forward um, to speaking with you more. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you, Beth. Thanks. Thanks. Awesome. Good. Um, all right. So that was, that was quite, uh, quite a call. To, I mean, it's always so interesting when we're talking about triggers you know, in the body, disease in the body, ailments in the body, pain in the body, so much stuff in the body. But don't forget, it doesn't start off in the body. It starts off no. in emotions, thoughts, etc., And then it expresses itself in the body as the final last resort kind of thing. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. To, to get your and, attention. You know, there's many, as we said, many reasons behind each disease state. So it's about um, digging deep and peeling the layers of the onion. Absolutely. And you can get help with peeling the layers of the onions by working with Sarah in her two packages, which are available <laughs> at alora.at forward slash show forward slash Sarah 8. All right. So thank you so much, everyone, for your wonderful questions. Thank you, Sarah, for the beautiful guided process as well as you know all of the wisdom and teachings with regards to the keys um and you know pain triggers disease etc so thank you thank you thank you so much thank you very much thanks it's lovely being back on awesome thank you so much everyone until next time may you continue thanks. to be blessed with an abundance of joy peace love happiness prosperity and radiant health sending you all much love and blessings always bye for now bye